Hello and welcome to the Transforming You podcast. My name is Tori. I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, wife, cat mama, Jesus freak, and I am here to talk to you about all things overall wellness, whether it is exercise, food and nutrition, faith and spirituality, or mental health. I have got you covered, girl. Let's get going. Hello and welcome back. This week's topic might be a little surprising and it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but this week we're going to be talking about sleep and rest. Now those are two different things and we're going to be talking about both of them. This can be really overlooked as an element of overall health, but it's really, really important to get enough sleep as well as just downtime, relaxation time, take it easy time. So let's get into it. So let's start with how much sleep we need. According to the National Sleep Foundation, adults from ages 18 to 64 need 7 to 9 hours of sleep a night. Seniors older than that need 7 to 8 hours. I don't know about you, but that actually surprises me just a little bit. 9 hours was longer than I was expecting to hear. It sounds great, right? (laughs) I'm sure a lot of us don't get 8 to 9 hours of sleep most nights or every night. So if you're compromising and sleeping for 6 to 7 hours, for example, How do you know for sure if you are getting enough sleep for you? Here are some questions you can ask yourself. Are you getting as much done as you want to do? Now, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so I know that that can be a loaded question. So think of it like this. Are you too groggy to get everything done that you have time for? Do you have the energy for your daily tasks and things you want to do? Next question. How is your mood throughout the day? Are you grumpier, for example, on weekdays than on weekends where you can get more sleep? If so, you probably want to head to bed sooner on those weeknights and keep things a little more stable through the week. Are you generally healthy? If you have pre-existing chronic health issues, you probably need closer to nine hours a night to keep your body just in good shape to, to fight those things, to combat whatever's going on there. If your job is physically taxing or if you're otherwise really physically active during the day, you're going to need more sleep to recover from that and to have enough energy to do it again the next day. Do you feel tired at dangerous times of the day, like when you're driving or if your job requires you to drive a forklift or something like that? If you're if you're doing something like that where you're operating machinery or driving a lot during the day and you feel really tired while you're doing that, that honestly should scare you into taking your sleep a little more seriously. So that'd be a pretty big red flag. Next question, can you get through the day without caffeine? Now, I'm not going to ask you to give up your coffee. I'm not tell- I'm not challenging you. To do that, I'm challenging you to think about if you could make it through your afternoon at work without it. If you're going to be falling asleep at your desk, if you don't have coffee, you probably need more sleep. Do you sleep more and how much more on a day off than on a work day? So ideally, you shouldn't even have to set an alarm to get up when you need to on a work day. You should be rested enough that you just would wake up when you need to wake up. To do that, of course, you need to go to bed early enough to get enough sleep that you could just wake up when you need to be. So think about If you were to sleep in on a Saturday, for example, how much would you sleep in? That's probably about how much more sleep you need on a normal night. And then do you have trouble getting to sleep or staying asleep? I think this one's a little bit more obvious, but if you know that you struggle with insomnia or something like that, you probably aren't sleeping enough to be well rested and have the energy you want throughout the day. So if you know that you have those kinds of issues, that is worth talking to your doctor about and seeing what you can do about that. And then this one was actually not on the Sleep Foundation's list, but I kind of can't believe that. So I'm just going to add my own question here. Are you pregnant? (laughs) Your body works so hard during pregnancy. 
you're probably going to be extra tired and that rest is going to be more important than ever. So I'm going to say that's that's one more thing that if you're pregnant, you got to sleep more. (laughs) So if you already knew that you're not getting enough sleep or if any of those questions made you realize that you're probably not sleeping enough, I know it can be really hard to carve out more time for it. We're all really busy. and It's easy to think that if you just wake up an hour earlier, that will solve the problem um, or that you just don't have another hour or two to carve out of your evening to get more sleep. But the thing is, that only works for so long. Like you can only get up an hour earlier without adding in sleep for so long before that burns you completely out. You know, at some point you can't you can't run on five hours of sleep a night forever. That's going to catch up to you and it's going to cause bigger problems. So it is something that needs to be prioritized. And for whatever reason, it's something we are very comfortable letting slip. And I'm super guilty of this. I'm talking to myself here too. (laughs) Sleeping is the time that our brains use to turn short-term memories into long-term memories. It's the time that our body uses to relax and refresh and to keep us from getting sick. Not getting enough sleep can make it harder to remember things and to pay attention the way you normally would. And it can also mess with your mood. I'm betting that you know that from experience. (laughs) Other than that, Lack of sleep is also correlated, though, with obesity, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, mental health problems, and early mortality. So sleep is not something to skimp on all the time just to get more stuff done. There's nothing that you need to do that's worth sacrificing your long-term health in those kinds of ways. It is really, really important. So if you feel like you need to get more sleep, here are some tips to help with that. So the first thing I would say is just really prioritize your tasks. Do you Are you really so busy that you cannot wind down an hour earlier and get a little bit more sleep? Because I'm betting that most of us have things we could cut out of our day or that we could spend less time on. Or, you know, check the screen time on your phone. Are you spending too much time just kind of doing things mindlessly that makes it so that you have to spend more time than you normally would on things that actually have to get done? Now, If mindlessly scrolling is something that relaxes you, I'm not saying to give it up completely, but really consider if you're using your time wisely. If we're using our time wisely, then we should all have enough time to get done the things that absolutely have to be done and to give ourselves time to relax. Some other things that can help keep yourself on the same sleep schedule every night if you can. So figure out what time you need to get up and plan to go to bed early enough that you can actually get to sleep at least seven hours before you need to be up. Keep your bedroom comfortable for sleeping, so comfortable bedding, um, minimal light, keep the temperature comfortable. For me, that's pretty cold. (laughs) Um, And then I've also read that it's a good idea to avoid doing work from bed during the daytime so that you're not associating your bed or bedroom with things that keep your brain fired up so that association um, doesn't make your brain kick back into gear when you're trying to power down. Does that make sense? And then try not to drink caffeine for at least six hours before you go to bed. Avoid eating or drinking alcohol for a bit before bed because digestion can disrupt your sleep. And actually, um, people tend to think that drinking alcohol makes them fall asleep easier, and it might, but it will disrupt the sleep cycles that your brain goes through and you won't sleep as well. So even, even though alcohol might seem to help, it really doesn't in the long run. And then regular exercise can also help you get more sleep. It can help, especially with deep sleep. You just want to make sure that you wait at least an hour or two after working out to get to bed. It doesn't really matter when you do it during the day as long as you give yourself time to wind back down before you try to go to sleep. And then last, I'm sure you've heard this before, but putting your phone away for at least half an hour before bed also helps wind down and get to sleep. 
I am super guilty of struggling with this too, so I get it, but um, that really is something that can be very helpful. So how to actually make that happen? To me, a routine always helps with everything. I love a routine. I love getting in the groove of something. So if you can create a getting ready for bed routine that you enjoy, that helps you relax and wind down, that might be helpful. So maybe, for example, you make some decaf tea and read a book, then you brush your teeth into your skincare and then listen to meditative music or something like that until you fall asleep. That's just an idea, whatever works for you. What matters most is that you are able to relax and that you get a good amount of sleep and wake up feeling rested the next day. And like I've said with other things, if you try all this and you still aren't feeling like you're rested enough, you might want to talk to your doctor about possible sleep problems or even getting a sleep study. Don't think that you just have to feel tired forever and just kind of endure that. If you feel like something's wrong, something's probably wrong. Now, rest and sleep are different. Rest isn't necessarily just sleeping, but actually taking time to relax physically and mentally, emotionally, spiritually, to help you not just rest your body, but also just feel calm and less stressed in your mind. Because you could just work, work, work all day long and then fall into bed as soon as you're done and get back at it as soon as you wake up. And even if you got seven to nine hours of sleep, you'd probably still feel stressed because you aren't actually relaxing. So like that wind down routine I described, a lot of that is actually making sure that you relax. Having a relaxing evening before bed will help you sleep better, but you also want to relax through the day to keep your stress lower throughout the day so that you can help sleep better and just stay overall healthier. So again, pick rest routines that work for you, that relax your body and your mind, and really make doing those things a priority. That's what self-care is, literally taking care of yourself. I feel like I talk about self-care a lot, but I think it's important to talk about because this thing happened on social media a while back where people would like get manicures or massages or things like that and post about them with like hashtag self-care. And that stuff might be restful and relaxing and it might feel like self-care, but your self-care routine does not have to be expensive for one thing. Um, Self-care can absolutely be free. And the most important forms of self-care are free. So don't think you have to spend money on this. Getting good sleep is self-care. Doing hobbies that you enjoy is self-care. Working out is self-care. Drinking water is self-care. And a lot of those things will also relax you. So it's really personal and individualized. But finding things that work for you, that make you feel calm, that make you feel less stressed is really, really important. And it is worth prioritizing. So I think this is a shorter episode, but I hope it was helpful and encouraging. And if you've been just exhausted lately, like I have, I hope if nothing else, this helped validate those feelings and spark some ideas for how you might be able to solve it. I know this is something I'm going to be working on too. So good luck. Please remember that this is really important and it's not selfish to take care of yourself. It is absolutely necessary. So talk to you next week, girl. Take care and sleep well. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you like this podcast, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram. Um, if you want to reach out at Transforming You Pod or at Tori G Writes, I would love to hear if there's anything you learned today or if there's anything you would love to hear more of or if you just want to chat. I am always available. Talk to you soon, girl.